Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, known around these parts officially as the mayor of PHNX. And of course, we are thrilled to have you guys here and we are brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX, and simply for betting $5 on any NFL team to win, you will get $200 in free bets instantly as long as that team gets the job done. And I've, I have I have faith in our Arizona Cardinals, but as far as betting on them, I'm not sure if I would stake my $200 in free bets on this particular Thursday night game. So, uh, you know, if you might maybe want to find a little bit more of a sure thing, uh, I, I, I might recommend going in that direction. Uh, Jesse Friedman is still not here. I have no idea where he is. I don't know what he's doing. He's just left me, uh, and I am doing my best to just talk to people that I like to talk to when Jesse's not here. So today I am joined by my friend, my pal. It's Daryl Johnson, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks historian. Not official, but that's what I'm calling you from now on because you know more at times about Arizona Diamondbacks than most people I know simply because you've experienced so much of it. Well, that's very kind of you to say, but before we get into all that, I just want to say that you and I, we got beef. Oh, let's hear it. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? Okay. All right. So it's one thing that you start the podcast with hello and welcome and you finish with remember kids. Like Uh like, I I can't claim ownership of hello and welcome, but yesterday, but yesterday you play a game called murdered murderer or murmurer. Without even mentioning uh, Roman, <laughs> Rowan, Strowman, or Owens? I tell everybody what, about that game. Uh, or what way, about Mickey, yeah, Nikki, Becky, or Shecky? Come I on. Daryl over here <laughs> is our resident game master at uh, over at our pro wrestling podcast that I'm going to you know plug right now, thesteelcage.com. Uh, Daryl has been not only instrumental in my podcasting career, but he is by far the best podcast game host that there is in the land folks in the land i'm not just talking about uh just recreationally at an amateur level i'm talking about uh number one ranked pro status as far as uh, games are concerned and this this off season we got to get you to come in here and and show the people what you can do as far as some of the games i can't wait to uh probably get completely destroyed by jesse in anything (laughs) involving knowledge in any way shape or form but hopefully i can get him on one of those type games you know yeah, well, I just I just saw a golden opportunity to accuse you rightfully of gimmick infringement, yes. and I yes. had to take it. I I I will hundred percent confess to it. I steal I steal everything from Daryl over here. So, <laughs> uh, I and and I have no problem admitting it because again, you're such a great podcast host, and I've always enjoyed doing these shows with you. Most importantly, I've enjoyed talking baseball with you. You are my most knowledgeable baseball friend, and I know that you've been watching the World Series, as have I. We had a very intriguing game one. I don't think, well, I guess historically it went the way that you would think for it to go, but man, did we have some drama in game one. Yeah, it was was a very exciting, interesting game that lasted four and a half hours (laughs) and was decided after three pitches. <laughs> yeah, man, baseball's too long, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. just ridiculous. Well, you know, like, yeah. Solaire hits that home run on the third pitch of the game, and I know it's completely illogical, but this is the kind of baseball fan I am. I thought, oh, man, 
There's no way Houston's going to recover from that. <laughs> <clears throat> that was a solo shot, right? It was a one. It was one a solo point. shot. It was one to nothing. Yeah, it was one to nothing. Yeah. But of I'm course, you, they I scored thought... five in the first two innings and never yeah. looked back. So I was kind of right. You were, and at times <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about because it's the way I feel uh, about the Diamondbacks, especially this past season. Right? There was just something about it that I've I've been present when the team would put up a fight and when I didn't have the same feeling of, I guess, lethargy when it came to them have, mounting a comeback or whatever. It seemed like this Arizona Diamondbacks team, the minute that it got behind, the, the air was let out of their balloon, they were done, and it, it, you know, there was no, it seemed like there was no hope. Now, mind you, they only won, you know, a handful of games. So it's not like I can really say I saw a lot of wins in any way. This 52. Season. Yeah. 52. 52. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I will say that they, uh, they, they didn't, they, they had that same thing of what you're referencing, right? Just that, that kind of sense of once the opposing team got ahead, it was over. Uh, and and I, I, I know what you're saying that the Astros in this, in the entire uh, history, or at least of them going to the world series as of late, are 0 and 4 in game ones of the World Series. So obviously the Astros did what they do uh, in these games. But I, I think the biggest story for me was Charlie Morton breaking his leg and still yeah. striking out two batters. I, I don't even know when or how it happened because, like, I, I was. I guess it was on the comebacker. Yeah, I, I, was, I was. Oh, so it was, so it was a batted ball that got him? Yeah, I guess. Okay. I guess. Well, that's what they're saying. I mean, at the time, okay. that was that was where the uh, injury problem started, and then he got okay. two more outs before exiting the game. Okay, yeah, because I was just I just went back to the last pitch he had. It was just like, okay, well, he's hurting. I guess he you can break your leg throwing a ball. Must have <laughs> twisted himself up real fierce there. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. But but just but again, man, yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's legendary uh, to think that this man might have gotten three outs with a broken leg in the World Series. I mean, that just uh, puts him right up. It, you know, obviously, if this happened in any baseball game at any time, it would be some crazy shit. But for mm -hmm. it to happen in the World Series, I think, moves moves it up. You know, it, it's devastating to the Braves who have had so many of their star, and I mean, their top star players go down this season to, due to injury. Uh, but the Astros have experienced the same thing. You know, I think all the all the teams in the playoffs went through this with not just injuries, but major injuries to, uh, you know, a big, big part of their of their rotation and their lineup. Yeah, but it's been just that sort of year for the Braves, a, a next guy up kind of mentality where wh whoever they got, whoever they can grab uh, is going to contribute and their bullpen held on to that game the, you know, the whole way. Yeah, and their their bullpen has been incredible. Uh, and to be honest, I'm pretty impressed with what the Astros have continued to do as well. I don't, uh, you know, I, 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 I obviously they won the first game, but I think when I look at what the Astros have gone through and the way that they've had that same next man step up mentality in the playoffs as well with their starting rotation and such, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty incredible what these teams are able to do. I mean. Obviously, yeah, I'm a team for that reason, but man, it's just it's incredible that they are getting so many people to step up uh, in the absence of these stars. Yeah, I'm just 
kind of jealous and mad that I can see, you know, four different middle relievers for Atlanta come out and just pitch lights out baseball. I, I didn't, I didn't think these pitchers existed, <laughs> but here's Tyler Matzik throwing 98 mile an hour fastballs and, and these slow curves that go like what, 83 or something like that. It, yeah. <laughs> there are yeah. middle relievers that do that. Not, not to mention the fact that, yeah, when you look at the Arizona Diamondbacks rotation and how little they were able to get uh, out of pitchers, you know? I mean, like, I, I really like, uh, I think his name is Brent Strom, the pitching coach for the Astros. I like listening to him. The guy just sounds like a teacher. You know what I mean? It doesn't sound like you're listening to someone who's a coach or who's, you know, who knows more than you. He just sounded like an excellent mentor, and I can only imagine being a young player under a guy like this. He definitely seemed very patient and very knowledgeable, but he just, I don't know, he didn't seem to come off as a coach, you know? He definitely mm -hmm. came off as as more of, of a mentor, and at times, I think that's something the Arizona Diamondbacks need out of out of a pitching coach. You know, they have so many young guys coming up. They're, they're going to need somebody that's more of a mentor and a teacher rather than being a coach. I'm not sure if Matt Hurgis is the right man for the job. Uh, I don't think he was. I think that his past uh, makes me question even making him a coach. You know, some of the the connections he had to scandals and such. I, I just don't know if that's the best option when it comes to a mentor over, you know, the future of this ball club. But again, that's that's just because I'm always thinking about the Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> at all times and how everything is about them. Braves, interestingly enough, have the worst uh, winning percentage for or tied for the worst winning percentage of any team that has won game one more than once in the playoffs. They've gone two and four after winning game one over the last couple of series. Uh, wait, another interesting wait, explain fact, that. <laughs> wait, what's so, what, how does that work? So they, the, the, basically the Braves have, you know, they, they have only gone two and four after winning game one which is really weird but now that's because and they is won this just in recent history that's or just this... in this yeah that's just in this um well no it's in this playoffs because in this playoffs they won the game oh because they won game one in the last series and they won game one in this series um so it's basically the fact that after game one the braves tend to let the opposing team back into do, it do you mean that's just in game two because the braves won their previous series Yes. No, no, no. I'm just saying, well, they've only won two game ones. So this is more of the entire playoffs because they've had the, this is their third series. So they're really just counting this game one. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they've only won one other game one, but this, these are just, these are, these are what Jesse would call Derek's ridiculous stats because it's such a okay. small sample size that it's really meaningless. But basically, yeah, it, it, it goes well for the Astros to come back into it because the Braves have in the series they they have jumped out to an early lead, but they have let the opposing teams get back into these. Uh, well, and, I mean, I'm I'm with the hypothetical Jesse that yeah, that stat means almost nothing. It means um, nothing. But how I, about I, how about this one? How about this one? The Astros okay, right-handers okay. last night last night Altuve, Bregman, and Correa were 0 for 12 with six strikeouts. Those are their guys, right? Well, that's that's just interesting. A, a bad day for them, a good pitching day for for Atlanta. I mean, but going back to what you were saying about how things might bode well for the Astros based on that weird stat. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I expect them to come back and 
win tonight most likely just because i mean houston's a tough place to play in and to and i'm sure the braves even if they lose game two to head back to atlanta splitting the series still having or you know basically they've taken home field advantage now correct um i'm i'm sure that would be acceptable to both teams although personally i'd like to see atlanta just you know just run the table. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Nobody likes Houston outside of Houston, I feel like. And I mean, rightfully so. I, I yeah. will never, I, I find it interesting, but I'm not surprised at all in any way that Houston is going to continue to wear this scarlet letter of, of sort, you know, this, this, uh, this reputation hit for a long time, no matter what they do. Uh, teams, and let's not let's, focus on the negative though. Let's focus on the positive. Everyone's grandma was a Braves fan back in the 90s because That's of TBS. True. That's right. Even we were before we had a team. I, I know I was. I just yeah. I watched I watched them because they were good and because, yes, I got them on my TV all the time. So, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, the Astros have an early lead now in the first up one nothing on the Braves in tonight's game. So, we'll, nope, we'll it's over. Yep, it's over. As far as Daryl Johnson's uh, <laughs> <laughs> logic is concerned, it's over. Uh, the Braves were one and a half uh, run favorites in this one. So, uh, again, pretty close. If you jump on the DraftKings Sportsbook, you can once again use our code of PHNX and you will get that $200 in free bets. If you bet $5 on any NFL team and they win their game, you can also bet on anything you want, including the World Series. Uh, that with, with your $200 in free bets or with whatever money you want to uh, jump on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Obviously, uh, we, we, we love them. That app is safe, secure and reliable. Best of all, you can withdraw your money or deposit whenever you want. Uh, and you can bet live in game. You can get same game parlays in this weekend's NFL games. I'm all over those same game parlays. Uh, I rather enjoy it. In fact, my friends are want to take the DraftKings Sportsbook app away from me. Daryl can attest to that in our group chats. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let them. Uh, I enjoy the DraftKings Sportsbook app very much. So, so, so the 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 Braves are favored by one and a half at uh, first no, pitch in this game. No, no, the Astro. I apologize. The Astros. Were, oh. uh, Astros were favored by one. Okay, and a half. I was thinking, man, they really take momentum into account at DraftKings. <laughs> uh, our friend Mike Farron says that momentum isn't real when it comes to uh, baseball. It's really just how good yeah. your next starting pitcher is, and I really like that, but. Uh, I, yeah. you know, again, this is one of the things that both of these teams are going to have to deal with. The Astros, at the very least, have had that uh, diversity or, uh, excuse me, that adversity uh, first already. And they've kind of had to deal with it to get to this point. They've played some very good teams. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how the Astros respond and, and how this series goes. I hope it goes to seven. That's, uh, I, I, I know well, you, you just want, want more baseball. I just want more baseball. That's all I want. I just want more baseball. Yeah. Remember uh, that code again on DraftKings is PHNX, 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And I'm going to be talking, uh, I'm writing a little piece over on GoPHNX.com uh, about today being a very special anniversary for the Arizona Diamondbacks. 20 years ago today was game one of the Arizona Diamondbacks only World Series appearance. So uh, I'm just going to get a little reminiscent on there and talk about uh, some you, of my uh, you, my experiences. You have the right guest for this. 
Yes, yes, we do. And uh, of course, you can read that article once it's up over on GoPHNX by becoming a member, either an annual membership, uh, which will get you a free shirt over on phnxlocker.com, a free shirt of your choosing. Uh, or you can sign up to become a monthly member and you will get your first month for just 50 cents in that month to month option. So join us. Obviously, you have the t shirt discounts plus the free t shirt if you're the annual member, but you also get to be a member of our Discord. Uh, get on there, talk with us about uh, all of our favorite sports memories. Uh, today, we were talking about the best nicknames in D-backs history, so we wanted to hear more about your guys' thoughts on some of the best names, uh, nicknames in D-backs history. But yes, Daryl, I brought you on because I know so much about your, your time as a D-backs fan, and I know how special this game was to you personally. October 27th, 2001, Bob, Bank One Ballpark, almost 50,000 people in attendance, and the Arizona Diamondbacks absolutely smoked the New York Yankees in game one of their first World Series uh, in a 9-1 to victory. I remember it well. I have a question for you, Derek. Um, did you happen to get in the paper as a result of just having watched this game? I did not get in the newspaper by watching this game, no. No, did you, Daryl? I did. <laughs> um, so the, the story is this. Uh, I was going to the U of A. So I was in Tucson and my brother Eric was visiting. It was like family weekend and our football team was playing USC. But, you know, game one of the World Series. So we tailgated before the football game, showed up, watched the first half, left at halftime, rushed back to my dorm to watch the game. And just right before the game was starting, some you know, some kid, some college kid walks in. And he's like, hey, you guys watching the World Series or something? And we're like, yeah. And he explained that he's doing a thing for the Arizona Republic where they would go to different places throughout Arizona and just sort of describe people. So like one, one inning, like they had different, I think they had nine different places to represent each inning and so they would describe what the first inning was like from you know the state prison and the seventh inning was from a u of a dorm room and i guess what the guy the reporter was explaining he was just yeah i got this assignment i was walking around and outside my dorm room there were a bunch of signs for a haunted house that that our dorm mates were doing so he just sort sure. of wandered in and all these people in the lobby were like putting together crafts and watching the football game watching the usc game and he just you know talks to i think my ra or something and he's like is anybody watching you know the world series in this in this dorm <laughs> and and the ra just said oh go down to daryl's room he's he's always watching the d-backs game <laughs> and so so it was me my brother my uh college roommate and his girlfriend and some guy <laughs> who was doing some a thing stranger. for the Arizona Republic <laughs> describing us watching the game in my dorm room. <laughs> That's really weird. Did he like, quote yeah. you, did he quote you and such, or was it just a description of what was well, going on? Well, as, as is the case with my brother, who is, who is very much just like a, an older version of yourself. Um, I think he got the quote because we had the seventh inning. And so, you know, this was just after 9-11. And so George W. Bush made some sort of announcement, you know, before God bless America or something like that. And then as as part of it, 
part of the article, I think it said something like, and, and then in a, in a deadpan George W. Bush impersonation, Eric says, and go D-backs. <laughs> so that was, that was his quote. Because, yeah, he said, like, you know, God bless you all, God bless America, and go D-backs is what, yeah. I, is what my brother said. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. So he, he got the good quote. I remember being stuck at work late and not getting to watch the game, not thinking I was going to get to watch the game and being very, very upset about it. And then somehow all the cards aligned for me to make it to a bar right in time to. What uh, were you doing working that late on a Saturday? Well, uh, I was a veterinary technician at the time and our hospital was actually uh, open on Saturdays only, not Sundays, but work was work on Saturdays. And it was what was worse about it was it was like a random rotation as to who worked on Saturdays. And I just so happened to draw that particular mm. uh, card. Not to mention, we weren't open that late. It was one of those, you know, it was just one of those nights where, unfortunately, at an animal hospital, you don't necessarily, you know, you can't just decide it's time to close up and go some days. Some days mm-hmm. you have, uh, you know, animals there that came in as kind of like an emergency situation. And, you know, we have to stay late. Obviously, we can't just say, hey, uh, it's time for us to close. You need to take your dog and get out yeah. of here kind of deal. Right. So um, and I remember. <laughs> so, I watching, sorry for the broken leg. We have. Yeah, to watch. yeah you got got you got to go. You got to go. I have stuff to do. So I remember I started watching some of like the pregame stuff in, in, a, in a break room and then eventually got around to, uh, you know, like I said, Making it, making it out just in time. I remember the like little terrible dive bar I arrived to all by myself was uh, like, you know, just it was just perfect. I had one seat for me. <laughs> I got my beer. It was great. Uh, and then I watched every other uh, game at, with my girlfriend at her place with her uh, my my now wife, you know, Jen, uh, with with her roommates and such. And so, like, it, the one thing I just remember was I was really happy. It was the Yankees and the Diamondbacks. The Yankees, I felt, you know, a lot of not not only was I was I brought up a Yankees fan as a young man because of my it was it's an obligation when you're Puerto Rican, you kind of have to <laughs> root for the Yankees, uh, and so it was or 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 the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's the two teams you're allowed to root for. Why the Pirate? Uh, oh, uh, Roberto Clemente. Roberto yeah. Clemente, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember like just being like, all right, well, you know, kind of feeling that. Uh, like we all did, right? It was it was a terrible year, and I was feeling that pride for the Yankees, and you know, obviously it was our Diamondbacks, right? So like it was a mm-hmm. win win for me as far as I was concerned. No matter who won the World Series, I you know I I, I was gonna be happy. And then I just remember watching this game and watching Kurt Schilling lead us to this ass kicking over the Yankees, uh, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Like at first. I think the game was tied after one inning, you know, like you said, we jumped out to a, uh, or they jumped out to a one run lead, I believe in the first, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, then, we, we jumped out. Um, who was the Yankee starter? Was this Pettit or was this, um, I think it was Mike Mussina. Mussina. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We just jumped on Mussina. Right. And I remember, early. I remember we like, it, it seemed surreal after that point when they just started. Cause it, it was like the next couple of innings were just, run after run after run. I mean, looking back yeah. at the stats, I'm actually really impressed because almost every D-backs player, uh, hitter, except for Womack and Schilling, had hits. And every player that had a hit 
had an RBI except Reggie Sanders. So it was a Jeez. really it was like a really well spread out performance, you know, offensively. From yeah, and I think there were no home run home runs in the game, right? No, I don't think there were, right? Yeah. It was and for the same with the run. same with the with game six, fifteen to two. We had no yeah. home runs in that game. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was such a decisive win. If I remember right. Even even when you look back at the games the Yankees won, it was it was games that we blew late because we were in Yankee Stadium and Byung Hyung Kim, you know, wasn't that guy. Uh, and I, honestly, yeah. I think the whole time we were just uh, once once anytime they started coming back, it was immediately like, oh, shit, here they come. You know, like mm. and that's I felt like that was the way the team even felt. Right. But uh, I'm it's not just gonna... like I know how Red Sox fans feel because this was before the Red Sox became the villains of the world. Sure. And they had just been beaten down for 80 some years. Yes. And, and it, so was, it was it was like, that. It was like, oh, like. yeah, here come the Yankees. <laughs> you know, shit, man. Like, I can't believe they're doing this to us. I remember how irate I got, right? So, like, my point being, as a fan that thought I was getting my cake and eating it, too, by both of these teams being there, I soon found out that I I, I didn't want that New York cake anymore, you know? Like, I was so <laughs> angry about the Diamondbacks blowing it. I think, though, that it was, like, this this win for me on in the first game set a very high expectation that the Diamondbacks were going to win the World Series. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. much like what you were saying about last night after the first run scored, right? It was just such a decisive win that you couldn't convince me otherwise that they weren't going to go on to win. And and they did, but it ended up being, you know, obviously. But way so closer than I'd prefer. Way closer. <laughs> and, I mean, historically, one of the best World Series that has ever been played. Yeah. Well, no question. I mean, I that World Series, I think, is still top five on most people's lists just historically like they have you know what uh 86 is probably up there 1960 when the pirates won on a on a bottom of the ninth home run over the yankees that's got to be up there 1991 with the twins yeah that, um, oh, that's incredible that was incredible what was it jack morris pitching 10 scoreless innings to to win Ugh. game seven like that that's incredible, but 2001 has to be definitely top 10, maybe top five all time, just because, well, and, and, and we'll just, always feel different about the, it too, right? Well, yeah, well, and it's it's one of those where the D-backs won their first three games so decisively, and the Yankees had to squeak by in right. their three games right. that, like, when we were entering the bottom of the ninth, I was just feeling sick, thinking this is like such an injustice. Yeah, what <laughs> like, a travesty this is. If the, if we out, we outscored them by a billion runs, and we're going to lose yeah. this series. Yeah. Can we get some aggregate scoring in baseball or something, please? <laughs> this doesn't seem yeah. fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm 100%, man. But uh, at least it, it ended up going the way it did, and now we can look back and, and smile. And I just can't believe it was 20 years ago. I can't believe here we are yet again with another strange situation causing us to have a world series that could possibly spill into November. Uh, Cause we're not, <laughs> we're not going to get to talk about too many world series games falling on the anniversary of this D backs Yankees series with everything that happened that year. So uh, it's, it's, it's definitely well, incredible. I mean, we very well might because you know, nine 11 gave a lot of people excuses to do things they never had before. And, you know, now every Super Bowl is in February. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's so true. the World Series is just pushed back a little later anyway. Just so. Yeah. We'll be seeing more November baseball in the future, I'm sure. Yeah, you're probably right. But there's yeah. just so much going on. The most important thing, though, Daryl, is no matter if it's going to end up being a four game sweep or a seven game exciting series, both of mm-hmm. these teams want to make sure that they keep both their outfield and infield grass looking trimmed, and they can do that with manscaped.com. Jump over to manscaped.com and use our code of PHNX. You'll get 20% off plus free shipping on the perfect package for your package. And I'll say I like to be uh, crass versus the Cardinals podcast that likes to be a little bit nicer and cleaner about this. But I will just say I went ahead and used the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer uh, to get around my ears today. And Daryl, I'm going to tell you, uh, did, a, did not give me that same level of irritation and potentially cutting myself it felt kind of nice actually that my other clippers do so look if you if you, if you want to get it just for grooming the beard and the hairline you could do that too but remember it's called lawnmower 4.0 for a reason now when you used it to trim around your ears you had washed the plastic head off sir yes i after... have multiple clips yes there are yes there are guards and things you can change and i absolutely and you know what you're right because it makes it so easy to do that with the lawnmower 4.0 it just snaps right off comes off you can clean it you can change it out they send multiple uh clipper blades as well as guards so you're all set with that trust me not to mention when you open the package there's a delightful pun on the inside about balls so you know it's it's great for all around it's a great experience but (laughs) This Halloween, <laughs> spend spooky season using the best tools for the job over at Manscaped. Uh, again, use our code of PHNX and you'll get 20% off plus free shipping. And also uh, use it over at DraftKings.com or excuse me, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you can use it on their Sportsbook app where you will get uh, $200 in free bets if you bet $5 on any NFL team to win and they win that game. And Daryl, I alluded to it earlier, but uh, today we talked on the Phoenix Sports Show about the best nicknames in Arizona sports history, uh, and I gave my best nicknames in D-backs history. Uh, obviously, we 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 narrowed it down to one, and uh, my one greatest nickname in D-backs history was obviously the big unit, Randy Johnson. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's that's not something that we would really use in conversation. That's more of a broadcaster's newspaper writer sort of nickname. Okay. You know, I, 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 I would just refer to him as Randy or RJ, you know, right. Like, but, like, but it's also uh, sexual innuendo, Daryl. It's also sexual innuendo. I, it It's the I, complete I package. <laughs> ah, ah, I did it again. Okay. But yeah. no, who, 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 uh, what, what, what nicknames are you a fan of? I uh, couldn't find that many good ones in D backs history, to be honest. Well, that's mostly because uh, in the Bob Brenly era, his way of nicknaming was just giving people's initials. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm a fan of Freight Train. Yeah, of course. Freight Train's a great nickname. Absolutely. But but my mine has got to be well Gonzo, and secondarily, Gonzo's other nickname was Mr. Montia, the Mayor of Bob. That is right. That he is was the right. mayor of Bob because, like, he, oh. he knew the concession stand workers' names. Yes, he remembered. He, look at. I'm going to tell you this, and this is a personal story. And I, 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 I talk about how much I like people just because they're nice to me 
all the time on this show. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's, I mean, if you look at the John Mulaney bit about why his wife called him the mayor of nothing, it's the exact same reason why Brian Gregston gave me the nickname of the mayor. It's because I want to be liked so much by everybody. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I will say that Luis Gonzalez not only knew me or knows me when he sees me around Chase Field by name, even if I don't have my press badge on, but one day, that beautiful, beautiful man let me cut in line in front of him at Dutch Brothers. Now, I can't tell you how much that means to me. If you've been following me on Twitter for a while, you probably can guess how much that means to me. But let me tell you, when Gonzo, the man, the hero, the legend, the guy that hit the single in this World Series that we've been talking about, lets me cut in line in front of him like I deserve <laughs> that in some way, it's, Just it's shows preposterous. You he earned the nickname. He really but did. I, I would like to briefly expand this to the other sports. I know we're strictly baseball, but sure. I just, nothing will beat Thunder Dan. Thunder Dan is such a good name. Thunder Dan is number one. We talked today about how a lot of people, because he's remembered for his three-point shooting, people don't remember him just dunking on fools when he was a little bit little bit younger, right? And I mean, mm -hmm. that's where that Thunder, Thunder Dan nickname originally came from. That and mm -hmm. them thighs, baby. Them thighs <laughs> and them little Phoenix Sun shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But it's an absolute great uh, time talking about Arizona sports because I, I, love, I love these teams. So many of the nicknames, when we brought them up, brought back so many memories uh, from, from stat. A lot, of, a lot of my favorite ones were on the Suns, personally, just because the Suns always had such great nicknames, and they always became, like, so much more well, the, than that. The Suns have Al McCoy. That's yeah. why they have such great nicknames. Yeah. Uh, Good old socks and you know yeah. Charles and all that stuff. But I, I still love the round round mound of rebound is still oh, I love that one. But mm -hmm. anyway, and and I love you guys. Thank you again so much for joining us. You can follow us on Twitter. I of course am at cap underscore caveman with a K. You can get Daryl at Zazumplop. That Z A Z Z U M P L O P. Uh, but of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports, and that's on Instagram. Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on uh, your favorite podcasting app, as well as on YouTube. You can sign up for notifications. We have so much content. As, as Daryl's told me, just too much. Too much for him to keep up with. And I am not <laughs> mad about that at all. So if you sign up for your uh, notifications, you'll get that's, too many that's notifications. My way, that's my way of telling him, no, I don't listen to the show every day. I can't. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> and then I get mad at him and take it personally and just pound it for a while. Uh, but, yeah, you can get us on all of those things. Of course, uh, if you can, drop us a five-star review on uh, the podcast reviews. And, of course, become a member over at PHNX, become a part of our PHNX family, either with the annual membership option or the month to month. Uh, so that's all we got, guys. Uh, happy platinum anniversary to the Arizona Diamondbacks game one victory. Platinum? Uh, we, it's platinum. What do you think? Platinum? Uh, okay. According to the internet, I don't know. I looked it up, but it's it's the modern day. The traditional one was, was China. Uh, okay, the that, original one. that makes more sense because platinum is more valuable than gold or silver. Yeah. I thought platinum would be like 60 years or something. Yeah, no, mo modern day people have no idea how to rank this stuff. They just throw stuff out there. It's platinum. We we made it to 20, so, I mean, that's probably the Let's the stay classic, China. Yeah, we'll it's go China. All right, China. It's the China. Porcelain anniversary. anniversary. Porcelain anniversary. But uh, yeah. we thank you guys again so much for watching. Uh, and, Daryl, remember, kids. 
Baseball's fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it. <laughs> Remember, kids, you stole my gimmick. Ah, <laughs> uh, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.